Hi, it's Eric Edstrom, author of Starside Saga and your narrator. Thank you for listening to this book. If you want to support the podcast, please buy a copy. Go to Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, Apple, anywhere where you get ebooks. Just pick up a copy. I would appreciate it greatly. Chapter 29. Currents of Night. Kyla's mind was fire. Though her eyes squeezed shut, the thinny cavern sprang into her mind as clearly as if sunlight broke over it. The metal streetlights, the nails, the wire, the clasps on every cloak, the silver in the Rat Queen's necklace hidden beneath her rat pelt cape. The walls all round were veined with iron and lead and copper. A hidden streak of gold deep in the bedrock gleamed in her consciousness. She stopped struggling. The thinnies did not loosen their grip on her. The Rat Queen put her hand under Kyla's chin and lifted. Kyla opened her eyes, looked deep into the Rat Queen's head. The pulse of her blood shined bright and red. Iron in the blood. All around her, the thinnies came aglow from the iron in their blood. A thought slipped loose from some hidden place in Kyla's mind. A rage thought. A hate thought. It carried upon it vengeance. Ghoulsoy could make light from a stick. Kyla bent her fury upon the iron in their blood. She ignited the iron in their blood. The Rat Queen went first. A gasp released, and a puff of smoke burst from the woman's lips. Then her face flamed, her skin melting away. The hands holding Kyla released her, leaving burns on her skin. She turned, and everywhere she looked, thinnies fell to ash. A red glow lifted from the cavern town and painted the high roof crimson. Kyla's mind was fire. The don'ts master screamed, Dem Kisk! She strode into the water, not feeling the cold. Steam hissed away from her in thick clouds. A voice called after her. Beyond that, a scream arose, a chorus of a thousand terrified souls. Kyla dove. Feeling returned, not of body, but of heart. She reached for Nax, searching for the tiny soul Kyla had come to feel as part of her very own. Now that Nax was absent, Kyla felt how much the cat had added to her life. She swam deep and deeper. She knew where to swim. That had to be good. It had to be. There was iron in the blood. She searched ahead, eyes closed. The lake was black, even in its shallowest depths. Other creatures lurked here, slithering through the stillness. Kyla warned them away with pulses of blood-burning anger. There, the box. Kyla saw the nails. She saw the iron in the blood. Nax? Kyla's lungs longed for air, but she would die here with Nax, or she would breathe again with Nax in her arms. The box was bound with rope, and Cain was far away. Her hands found the rope, tugged futilely on the rat queen's knots. The rocks. She felt for the metal in the stones. She found one full of iron. She melted it, and the rock shattered. The rope slackened. Nax! Still she could not unwind the rope. The, the nails. 
With a thought, she pulled them from the wood, sent them flying away in all directions. The box fell to pieces. Kyla snagged Nax's fur and drew the tiny gray to her chest. She kicked for the surface. It was so far away, only a haze of red far above. Bubbles escaped her mouth and taunted her with how easily they rose, up and up to freedom, each like a little soul rising to heaven. Kyla kicked. The Mercus sight was fading. The metals no longer glowed. Now there was cold, only cold. Hush, Kyla sigh. Why won't you die? Why, why, why? We ride on the currents of night. We ride, you and I. We fly, and then we die. Fly above the bells of Starside. Fly beyond the divide. Something pressed against Kyla's face. A muffled, burbling sound came next. Fingers pried her lips apart. Air seeped in, then warmth. Cough it up, Kyla. Rajan hovered over her. Air surrounded her. The convulsions doubled her over and water poured from her mouth. She coughed and spat until finally sweet air came into her lungs. Her hands gripped wads of Rajan's shirt. He was grinning. Keep your eyes open, thief. He moved away for a moment, then a sodden weight landed on her chest. Her hands went to the fur. Nax. She's not breathing, Rajan said. Kyla sat up, hooked her thumbs under the little gray's front legs. The cat's head lolled, eyes stared at nothing. The Mercus vision slammed back into place, for Kyla willed it to. She peered deep into Nax's body, the iron in the blood. It moved still. She pressed her ear to the cat's body, heightened hearing, listening for the thump of the heart. You must get the water from her lungs, Rajan said. How? He didn't know. His look of helplessness and pity nearly broke Kyla. But she shoved that aside. She was on her knees now, Nax's body on the stone. She inverted the body, let water run out. But Nax did not pull in a breath. So this was death. The thought struck her so hard she wobbled. Rajan caught her, held her. She longed for sweet death. There could be no life without Nax. She remembered the Alnasi woman's needle. Hands shaking it, she pulled it from her pocket. Nax's heart barely beat. The blood barely moved. She held the tip of the needle above her own palm, ready to thrust. Don't, Kyla, please. Rajan pressed his hands to her cheeks, made her look into his eyes. I will follow you, even to the grave. That's stupid. Yes, I do not long for eternal sleep, but to partner you is my vow. Eternal sleep. Sleep eternal. Sens Rena's words rose to mine. On an intake of breath, Kyla clawed back toward hope. She moved the needle to Nax's body. Just a drop. Just the tiniest drop. Plunging her Mercus vision into the needle, she pressed the tip to the cat's nose. She felt the droplet pass into the cat's blood. The heartbeat stopped. 
that which it poisons it preserves, to a point. Kyla scooped up her cat. We must run, Rajan said. If we can get to the street, we will go quicker. Kyla raced through the town, feet kicking through ash heaps as she went. Memory of what she'd done seeped back into awareness. No time for that now. No time for anything. No time.